choose you. Be cool, baby. Okay. Hey, bitch, come here. Got your motherfucking man. Come here. Mr. Pretty Tony, I mean, you know the rules of the game. I mean, your bitch just chose me. Now, we can settle this like you got some class, so we can get into some gangster shit. Fuck being on some chill shit. We go zero to a hundred, nigga, real quick. Yo, 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 yo. What's happening? What's happening? What's happening? It's at KMGZ on Twitter. I'm back. This is Thanks for Asking. Pels Kel's podcast coming to y'all with no further ado. Um, I'm not gonna say sorry I'm late because if you follow me on Twitter, you'll know that I told you that I'm gonna slide it these two days, so I'm not actually late. I'm on time, but if you don't follow me on Twitter, I'm gonna slide it these two days. So look for me Friday or Saturday. Not sure which day, but it'll be one of them two days. All right. Um. I'm not sure if I just said this is episode 315. So look, I'm gonna tell you, I, I had. I had, um, a whole, you know, episode planned out, but so many things have happened over the past couple days, and then some people wanted me to comment on something that I really had no intention on commenting on, but I'll, I'll add it since it, since it's been requested, um, but yeah, so, you know, I'll give my usual disclaimer, but I think this actually is not gonna be short, so we'll see, um, but I've been giving y'all long ones, so remember that if it do happen to be short. Alright, so where do I want to start? Okay, I know where I want to start. Um, so it's May, we approaching Pride Month. Um, I don't know if the May weather is also caught up in the Shaplacha. Actually, you know what though? It's, it's the weather is very, um, deceitful. Because when you're in the house, like, all actually all this week actually, like, it's been cloudy and overcast. And when you check the, um, when I check the weather app, it says like, you know, 69, 70, which is, you know, it's spring weather, but it's not, you know, it's supposed to be comfortable. What it is, is though, it's very humid outside. So today when I went out, I went to get my haircut and I had, you know, I put on regular, um, I, I'm, I'm still in the process of changing. I got to finish it when I get off here, actually of cha- taking out, you know, putting the fall and winter wardrobe away and, and bringing out the summer stuff, like putting the coats and stuff away. And so but I, I just put on, you know, regular jeans and, and a little, um, a thin shirt and I put my jean jacket on figuring, you know, 70 degrees, not super warm jacket weather, you know, light jacket weather I had to take the fucking jacket off cause I was hot because it's humid outside, so um, I, I say all that to say that this May weather is a little sneaky it seems like it's not really May weather cause when you get up in the morning it don't quite be the 70 yet, it might be 50, 55 and it's cloudy and it seems like it's cold and then you, you know, so you dress for that and then I got outside and it's like you could really be outside with just a t-shirt and jeans on right now, it's, it's, it's humid like that, so um, yeah, so I just um, I forgot why I even brought that up, but anyway, let's get started um, so I want to talk about the Kehlani interview, I'm not sure she was on some, I don't know So I don't listen to the radio, but apparently this is some I'm assuming it was in Atlanta, cause all this goofy shit is always in Atlanta but, um, it's some popular radio show that she was on. I'm not sure if I told y'all last week that I like Kaylani's new album. Um, I liked... Oh, sorry. Damn, y'all, I don't have my water. Oh, yes, I do. Okay, so... I liked, um... Kaylani's other album. I don't know if it was her last album, but that one album that did really well, um... 
I, I like Kaylani for y'all. I've said that, told y'all before. I'm not really big on R and B, at least not the stuff that this shit now that they call an R and B. Old school R and B, absolutely. But it's just I'm I'm always been you know hip hop, rap, and pop. I like and pop being the genre that I was growing up when is not does not designate race. I mean Whitney, Brandy, Monica, um, Tony Braxton, Janet Jackson, all of them big people were considered pop back in our day, it just, you know R&B just being black is a new thing so anyway, I'm more of a pop person I never really was been into R&B that much um, I like soul music more, I don't, I like so the Teddy Pendergrasses, the Gladys Knights, the, the, the Delphonics, you know, all the stuff our parents listen to, I like soul music R&B, you know but, um, Kehlani though of the new group, Kehlani, I like Kehlani um, y'all, listen, y'all been listening, y'all know, I don't like this, I like, listen, I want to be entertained, I want to have a good song, I want you to have a bridge, I want you to have hooks, I want you to have a nice beat, I don't like this vibes and B and mumbled bullshit that, you know, y'all swear so great, it ain't for me, so I like Kehlani, I like, I know people think her is boring, but I, I like her voice, I'm not gonna disagree that she might be a little boring, but I just like her voice, I think she makes great songs, I think, um, I'm not really sure, I mean, <sighs> She is, I see what people saying by boring, but I think what it is, is uh, not everybody is made to be a star, right? Being a star, I know you can get the marketing, and you can get the, you can put anybody, you can make anybody an artist, I guess, is what I'm trying to say, but you, I, I personally do not think that you can make every everybody a star. I think stars, superstars, they have certain aspects that you cannot teach or train. They have charisma, you know. They have, they just like that shit Rihanna does, where you can't teach that. The way she talks to people, the way she's quick with the comebacks, the way she, you cannot teach that. That is her personality, right? Janet, the way she's quiet, the way she's humble, but the way she's just always, you know, fly and always, you cannot teach that, and she comes from a famous family, but that, it's just, I just believe that some people are meant to be, Mariah, Mariah Carey, as crazy as Mariah Carey is, but that's her personality, like, she, that's just, I just think certain people are, are just entertainers, and I think that you can be very talented, like, her started out as a songwriter, you could be very talented, you could be an amazing guitar player, you could be an amazing song, songwriter, you could be an amazing background singer, you could be all of these, that doesn't, their superstars have something else, Whitney Houston, had something else, it's something, it's not just, yeah, she had this amazing voice, but a lot of people have amazing voice, she's even fans of people who she, you know, who have also amazing voices that are not as big a star as she is, because there's something about those people, and so, when people like her, I see what y'all saying about her being born, and I think it's, I'm not, you know, she comes out, I really don't like the sunglasses, I think that's part of the issue, I think people want to, can't really connect with you, and it's kind of like you're hiding when you're wearing sunglasses, it just doesn't it, to me, it just, it's it just doesn't work, but I just don't think I just think some people are just not stars, we're putting them out there now because the gates are down, and you know, whatever let's just put everything out there, and so I think that's what it is with her, because I like her voice, but like, I'm not when I watch her performances, I'm never blown away, but I'll listen to her music because I really like her voice, right so, um but Kehlani is one 
I've actually never seen Kaylani put another. I'm trying to think of people who I'm Doja. Doja's personality, her goofiness, her quirkiness, the way she is so fucking awesome. You cannot teach that. Is what I'm you know what I mean? Like, and not just think not everybody has that, and it's not necessarily fair. You know, I just think we need to go back to the days where songwriters, you know, there's a lot of producers. There are a lot of famous producers who are not, you know, artists like we Tim Timberland. You know, he everybody knows Timberland, Pharrell, Yay, who you know he turned into a, a um a, a, a um artist. But I'm saying like we can have people who we recognize as talented, who we recognize as skilled, but in a role like sis, produce or write or whatever. You're you're not the one though, you know. So I th- I think that's what a lot of the shit is now, um, but Kaylani was on this interview, that was a long intro, what I'm trying to tell y'all is Kaylani was on this interview earlier this week, and Kay, so I I don't really know, so I'm gonna be honest with y'all, Kaylani is one of these girls where I was like, eh, cause I know she was claiming by, but then she had the baby by the dude, which is not um, you know, in opposite to being by, but then I heard she was saying that she was just a lesbian, I'm not really sure what she is, but I'm I'm be real, you know, y'all know me on here, I let people can identify, but she was one of the ones, I was like, eh, I don't know girl, you might just be doing it for the likes, but so and I still don't know, like she says she's a lesbian, I take a word for it I just don't know, like, what all that means for her, because, you know, y'all y'all try to, y'all be redefining shit, y'all be saying y'all lesbians, but still be fucking dudes, and have the whole boyfriends and husbands, so I don't really be understanding, but anyway, I, um, she was on this radio show, and I guess now, since she has come out as a lesbian, or bi, whatever, not straight, that's what I'm gonna, that's what I'm gonna start saying, when I mean lesbian or dyke, I'm gonna say that specifically, the rest of y'all, I'm gonna just say not straight, because there we go, um, so, she's on this radio show to talk about, I don't, I guess talk about I'm not really sure what, and this goofy ass black female, goofy ass radio host, is asking her about, also, oh, are you scissoring with scissor, and everybody in there, and Kaylani, to her credit, handled it, handled it really well, but what I'm gonna say is, you know, these artists, I mean, sorry, these managers and labels or whoever is, is guiding these people, y'all need to be better at, at, you know, this whole, any exposure is good exposure, I don't agree with that, and I, and, and y'all do this thing, and it's not just Kaylani, they do it, um, with, with, um, they did it with Young M.A., and they do it with certain people they do it with, where, you know, you want to bring the people in there who are LGBT, and make all these fucking ignorant crash jokes because you think it's funny and your management is letting your artists sit in there be uncomfortable and frankly be disrespected because I guess they think it's funny too and, 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 and y'all need to get better at that, y'all need to like stop and this is why I personally think that every I think a lot of these LGBT plus artists really do themselves a disservice when they don't have other LGBTQ, whatever, people on their team, same way we say that these black, a lot of these black, um, Hollywoods, who want to be super black, and, and, but don't have nobody, you know, talk all the super black shit, and want to be, you know, I don't understand why I had to, you know, why I can't be this and that, but, you know, or just keep fumbling and making stupid ass statements, and then you find out it's nobody, you know, everybody on their team is white, 
they, they, you know, certain stuff come, you need somebody black to be able to tell you, nah, bro, you say that, you're gonna get flamed, but don't say that because that's whack, or you're gonna sound like a coon if you say that shit, or just don't say nothing, bro, stay the fuck out of it, let them white people argue, you know what I mean? Like, you need somebody on your squad to tell you that, and gay people, I feel, y'all do yourselves a disservice when y'all let these straight people string y'all along sometimes because they'll put you in situations where you don't need to be I personally would have told her to walk out of that interview and maybe it was a bad look but I'm not gonna sit here and you gonna joke it like if they don't do that when straight artists come in if if um I don't know let me think of somebody if 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 Rihanna and Kendrick who've done a song come into the studio they're not gonna ask them also oh, that y'all fuck did y'all they're not gonna do that because that's inappropriate it's dumb and those two would walk out and you would never get an interview with them again but they do that with gay people they think it's funny Young and May came to the Breakfast Club and they asked her about strap and all this she was like yo I don't understand what all this has to do well I'm here to talk about my music yeah you know what I mean it's like y'all gotta stop having y'all artists in that situation, um, Kehlani handled it well, she sat there, she was clearly uncomfortable, but she answered the question well, but it's like, yo, she shouldn't have to do that, somebody on her team should have been like, hey, yo, y'all stick to the questions that we came here for, we gonna leave, we not sitting here while y'all clap, and that fucking goofy ass bitch, like, yo, ugh, you know, I, I, uh, y'all say I'm going on the streets, and I guess I do, but like, I cannot, yo, it's always some goofy ass, stupid ass black ass okay, let me dial it back some stupid ass black woman that does, the goofy young girls that do that type of shit the same kind of fucking young girls that'll make, um, what's the other little scam girl that y'all follow who came in here talking about, oh she just had a, 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 a orgasm for the first time and she damn near 30 something years old, like y'all be goofy as fuck, y'all be stupid as fuck y'all be trying to make points that you're not making, and those are the same kind of ones that'll, that'll be like making those kind of, oh well you insist, like it's funny, like bitch you 35 you ain't even never bust a nut, you the joke here not me but, you know, whatever, carry on with your little interview or whatever, like, I just feel like, you know, she should've, I, I just didn't like it, I, I don't like that they do the same thing to Nas X, like, yo, y'all stop going in these places and letting them disrespect you, and I, I like I said, she handled it right, she, she, she didn't, she, she I thought she handled it well, but you shouldn't put your art, like, your management was probably over there laughing too, like, that shit is not funny, somebody should have been like, yo, like, like, um, perfect example, different situation, but perfect example, when that dude asked Meg about her mom, who was dead, like, shit like that, somebody in the room gotta be like, yo, homie, you are fucking bugging right now, what the fuck are you doing, I feel like, we, we come here to do some promo, and you being a fucking clown, you don't do no, like, it, yo, let's go, let's go, you know what I mean, like, shit, take a stand, yo, like, like, or, or prep these motherfuckers ahead of time, or something like, hey, we not doing no gay jokes, we not doing, we not doing none of that, and I get on some of the, um, I get on some of the, LB, I, just last week, I get on some of the LB, LGBT folks with the privacy, but, I mean, I do see, though, why some people might do that, because if I just keep that whole portion of my life off the table, then I don't have to worry about when I come into these interviews and y'all coming at me crazy, because I've already set the tone that we ain't gonna be talking about that, uh, you know what I mean, we gonna talk about what I wanna talk about, how I wanna talk about it, so, you know, I, I see... I see the rationale behind that, but that still don't be what y'all doing, y'all be hiding, but whatever, I give y'all a little two cent, because, you know, but yeah, I just, I just, I, I didn't like that, I didn't think she, she needed to go through that, 
um, they asking her, what's her type? Well, SZA, your type? That's the other thing, because, you know, when you gay or lesbian, that mean every other fucking same-sex person you, you see, you must be attracted to, like, bitch, do you like every nigga you see? Maybe you do, because y'all be goofy as fuck, so you probably do, but we don't operate that way. It's like, everybody has a type, and they're not just the next, the, the next bitch I see, okay? So, I just... I, I didn't like it, I thought she I thought she handled it well, but I didn't think she should have to and I thought it was disrespectful talking to her like that and then she gonna say something, like I just don't, these new fucking motherfuckers who think everything is about fucking getting attention to clout, y'all, y'all don't have no talent, y'all don't have no skill y'all don't have no grace, and I think y'all I hope, I think the candle is burning very short on people's patience and wanting to see that shit, but maybe I'm wrong we'll see, but I just, I, I don't I don't think, I don't see any of these people making leaps, to, and they're all still doing podcasts, they're all still doing the same shit, and, I, and now that I'm on the other side, and I see the deals that go through, and who is, it's, you know, it's it's getting uh getting kind of tight for, for a lot of this content, we're getting oversaturated, and we're not getting any returns, and people are like, eh, we're not giving you that, we'll give you this, no, we're not extending for that long, we'll extend for this, it's, it's getting tight, is all I'm saying, so, yeah, that's all I wanted to say on that, and since we, well, yeah, since we on these kind of topics, um, so, <laughs> Jesse Williams, who, um, so this is gonna take a minute, cause this, this is a long and winding road to this story, but Jesse Williams, who, you know, from Grey's Anatomy, and, um, well, that's what I think most people know him from Grey's Anatomy, but I feel like, what else was he on? I don't know, he's on some Broadway play now anyway, um, it's a, it's a play about baseball that apparently people has heard of, I never heard of it, but anyway, he's doing full frontal nude at, at, on this Broadway play, and somebody uh, took a video and put it on the internet, um, and you know, Jesse Williams um, is it, it, packing, it's, it's if you, listen, like I like I said on the TL, some people don't talk about, some people don't. When you go down to the Adam and Eve, Jesse Williams got the joint that gonna cost you a, a smooth hundred and fifty dollars. <clears throat> if you know, you know. If you don't, don't worry about it. But um, I retweeted it. I, I um because at the time, I didn't realize that um you know, somebody had snuck it out, I thought it was like a pro, I, I, I didn't realize it was somebody in the, um, production had snuck it out, and they weren't supposed to, I thought it was like a clip or whatever, but, but I had already tweeted, so I was like, well, whatever, sorry, my bad, but, um, apparently it wasn't supposed to get out, and they were really upset about it, but my thing was, they was doing the most, cause I was like, yo, that, when that man's meat went around the internet, they, I, they sold that play out, so I'm like, yo, that might have helped y'all out immensely, but I just, I was shocked, because, you know, Jesse Williams did not, just not give, you know, I got the meat's energy to me, but actually, I thought about it, and I was like, he kind of does, because there's, you know, some of these dudes, like, like, kind of like what I was saying last week, there, there's a reason that people, when, when dudes are like super loud, or super obnoxious, or super macho, like, kind of like I was saying last week, there's a reason people are like, oh, he got a little dick, or he driving, because, you know, men with little dicks, they, try to overcome, they just act a certain way that everybody recognizes, and, but, dudes that got the meats don't necessarily, so now when you think about it, like, well, he is kind of quiet, he is kind of laid back, so, you know, he just don't give, you know, 
he don't, some niggas you could just tell these motherfuckers could just how they act, how they walk, you could just tell, okay, this motherfucker got one of them tree trunk joints, you just tell, cause they just don't give a fuck, like, you know what I mean, they like, whatever, niggas, when they got, when dudes got big dicks, they just, they don't give a fuck about nothing, they just like, well, my dick is big, kinda same way when, you know what I mean, same way when, like, women have big asses, they just like, well, my ass fat, you know, I don't give a fuck what you talking about, I got a fat ass, if you don't like somebody else, you know what I mean, it's like that same kind of energy, but, you know, Jesse, I guess he giving it on the quiet side, but anyway, the reason why that shit was, um, another reason I should say why I thought that shit was funny is because I have a new crush, y'all know I have all these celebrity crushes, Rihanna, you know, she then went with this and got pregnant by this man, and you know, we just on the outs right now, I don't know if we, you know, I don't know what's gonna happen, but you know, she's having this baby by this other nigga, I can't do nothing about it, um, so, you know, I have to, I, you know, I, I have to, I have to find other, you know, she's loving my life, but I have to find, you know, other chicks. So, um, Taylor Page, and, and the streets say they don't go together no more, but Taylor Page was going with Jesse Williams, and Taylor Page is like my new crush, because I think I told y'all on some other episode that I watched that movie Zola, um, that, you know, the movie that they made that, um, started out as a, as a Twitter thread, I watched that movie Zola, and the movie was not good, it wasn't, it was, it was, it was not good, but, I've seen that movie like five times, because Taylor Page looked fucking amazing in that movie, that bitch looked so fucking good in that fucking movie, that I just kept watching it just to look at her, cause I was like, oh my god, who is this, she looks so good that I, I don't even follow her on Instagram, I was like, I'm not about to follow this girl on Instagram, because she, I already follow enough women on there, that I just stay on their pages, you know, lingering, just what, just, just stalking them on Instagram, in my own mind, so I'm like, I, I'm not following this, but she's she not about to get me on her page too, so I don't follow her, but, oh my god, I watched that movie, and she is so fucking fine, and so when I saw Jesse in the meets, I was like, oh, okay, Taylor, the other reason I'm bringing up Taylor, and this is, a, is another, um, topic, is because, and moving on, Kendrick's album dropped Friday, and it is called, um, some crazy name, oh, Mr. Morale and the Big Steppers, the title of that album tells, should tell you everything I'm about to say about that album, look, I like Kendrick, um, Lamar, I've been a Kendrick Lamar since Good Kid, Mad City, Good Kid, Mad City was one of the most incredible fucking hit hip-hop albums I have ever heard in my life, I loved it I played it to death I, I looked so forward, I was like oh my god, we got another superstar we gonna have years and years of just dope shit, and then he put out To Pimp a Butterfly which was some hotel woke shit which I did not like, and then he put out Damn, which I didn't even listen to, because even the song that I kinda liked with Rihanna wasn't, didn't like it that much, and it was just some more, I like Kendrick but he's just one of them dudes he just too, they, 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 he, he too artsy for me, okay, these motherfuckers, they, look, we need to bring back A&R, because these dudes, I've said this before, this woke, intellectual, quote, fingers music they're trying to make is neither woke nor intellectual, they don't have the range, and it's not entertaining, 
and we just need, you know, like, like I keep saying, you know, cause these young motherfuckers who I'm gonna get on in a second, you know, oh yeah, y'all just, y'all don't wanna listen to, uh, meaningful music, and that's why everybody should, please shut the fuck up, okay, we are 40, 50 years old, I'm Gen X, we started hip-hop, this is our whole shit, we, the hip-hop is as old as we are, it's our whole lifetime, I heard the Sugar Hill Gang first rap song when I was like six and a half years old, hip-hop is my life, the culture that y'all fucking suck dick about so much and try to gatekeep so much is our culture, we built this shit, there have always been conscious rappers, there have always been rappers rapping about the shit that is going on, the whole fucking 90s, west coast rappers was rapping about the gang war and the crack, and them dropping the guns in, in the neighborhoods, all that shit east coast rappers was rapping about the crack era, and, and, and the crackheads everywhere, and selling drugs, and the drug crews and, you know, every they was all rapping about real shit, but they were it was entertaining, and it was good songs Tupac had a song about throwing a baby in a fucking dumpster, and it was a fucking jam, Brenda's got a baby, okay, um, Snoop and N.W.A. and them, um, running down the, running down the block in my six-fold, they was talking about fucking being gang members, Ice Cube, Colors, all our shit was about the streets, it was about the shit that was going on, but it was good music, and these motherfuckers were staying in their lanes, they wasn't trying to preach to nobody, and even they, you ain't read no books, you ain't went to nobody's school, you ain't got no education, you on Google and YouTube, looking at Kevin Samuels and all this conspiracy shit, you not finna teach me shit, bruh, you not finna preach to me, bruh, you still on that whole tip shit that we was on when we was in high school, we are grown now, that shit does, is, is, not move me, you grow up y'all motherfuckers are still stuck in high school with all this bullshit you not finna teach me shit, and I'm not saying that from an arrogant can't learn, I'm saying I can't learn from y'all niggas, because y'all niggas don't know anything and that's my issue so when you don't know, just like stick to what you, talk about you know, we want you to rap you can rap woke, but y'all, it's not entertaining, y'all got all this fucking hotep, Dr. Sebi nonsense all up in you, nobody wants to hear that, that's not what we on, you can't ride around to that, you can't dance to that nobody's putting that shit on at the cookout, who is this for? niggas read one book and they wanna make a whole double album off of it like, come on, bruh so this album it's not for me, it's typical Kendrick I'm gonna I'm be real with y'all, the thing that's really and I'm not getting into these niggas talking about, it's too intellectual for y'all nigga, please you, you, did none of these people are intellectual none of this shit is intellectual this is the most low brain, basic fucking shit but if, hey, if you think it's intellectual, you know, I guess all y'all was in the trailers together, God bless but, um the thing is, killing it for me, I put the first song, it's chaotic the beats are chaotic his flow does not match the beats, it's like he did the flow, it's the spoken word flow over these chaos, I can't, I can't listen to it, I put the first song on, I was like, turn that shit off, the only song I like on there, the N95 joint is dope, and the reason I brought up Taylor Page, is because Taylor Page, the actress, makes her fucking rap debut on Kendrick's fucking album, on a song called We Cry Together, and the bitch is fire! The bitch is rapping her fucking face off, kinda eats Kendrick up, the song is ignorant as fuck, but it's entertaining as a motherfucker, because it's funny! 
And I just like listen. Um, so I saw, you know, I saw the song because I heard people talking about it. And I was like, okay, so I see Taylor Page, but I thought that was somebody rap name. You know, okay, Taylor Page must be some new rap, rap, you know, chick. I go to look it up, and Taylor Page, and I'm like, nah, this can't be it. Like, this is the actress. It just must be somebody else. And I was like, wait a minute, is this Taylor Page just a fucking actress? And people on Twitter was like, yep. I'm like, get the fuck out of here. This bitch can rap. <laughs> like, what the fuck is happening? She can fucking rap. And she got a rap voice and she got a rap flow. And I'm like, oh shit. So now I'm in love with her. So that's that's why I had to bring up Taylor Page because I still ain't following her on Instagram. I'm not, I, I listen, I have to, I gotta put my foot down. I, uh, I'm following Tessa Thompson. I'm following Janelle Monet. I'm following Rihanna. I'm following a couple of other people y'all would never, y'all wouldn't um, know, but they hot girls. I'm following, um, who else am I following? It, the rest of the people, y'all, they, they model girls, they, they, y'all wouldn't know them, but people who know bad bitches know them. But I'm just saying, I can't, I can't, and now I can't, I can't be, I can't be on this girl page, but I'm about to be on this girl page because I love her. <laughs> She's false, like, yo, y'all wanna, he's fucking dope. This girl's fucking beautiful. And she can rap? What? And she rapping that hard shit, like not some corny suburban girl shit. She, I'm like, yo, this girl is rapping, rapping. This is some fun shit. Oh man. So anyway, Kendrick's album, I'm just gonna say it's not for me. It's a good. I'm not gonna say it's for. It's, if you like Kendrick, and I do like Kendrick, it's totally Kendrick. But it's totally Kendrick. If, if you know what that, if you know what that means, and my whole problem with the Kendricks and the J. Coles and all, not so much J. Cole, but the all these new dudes trying to, y'all, y'all, y'all don't have, and I, look, I'm gonna just say it, it is what it is, y'all don't have the intellect, the knowledge, the education, the range to tackle these subjects like you think you do, what you are doing is very basic, it's very remedial, it's very duh nigga, you just figuring that shit out and you're trying to present it as if it's this great enlightening thing and I think that you guys don't, you know, I don't know by how much, you, I mean, I, I would say probably a good, I don't know though I can't really say because these niggas nowadays be so wackadoo, you think you think a motherfucker's totally normal you have a normal conversation then all of a sudden you know, the waiter bring your food to the table and this bitch start talking about how broccoli is made in a lab and you know, they sent it to outer space to, to take down black people and now you fucking gotta eat the rest of your fucking dinner with this fucking weirdo ass bitch so I don't, I don't fucking know but I would I would venture to say that the audience that y'all think or that y'all want that you're trying to get at this point in our lives are beyond where you are intellectually. I'm not saying that all of us are the smartest people in the world. I'm just saying most of us intellectually are beyond where y'all are, and so this music that you are putting out is not as deep, and it's not as thought-provoking as you maybe think it is at 15, what we thought was deep and thought-provoking, even 17 even 18, even college when everybody go through their little hotel phase what we thought was super dope and super deep then, is not now, and, uh, and we just would prefer 
you just be entertaining. We would prefer you just make good songs. We don't, I don't, we don't want to hear all this fucking super, I don't even know what, I'm an artsy, smart, intellectual, chew stick nigga, music. Like, that's all I'm saying. I've listened to it, it's, I've listened to it twice, actually, some of these songs I just skip, like, I'd give it a song, like, not the same, because it's chaotic, the beats don't match the flow, the flow don't match, if somebody was like, you could ride around your car, I'm like, what car, are you on a suicide run, like, what, who, what music, where you going at in your car, that you listen to this music, I don't know what kind of, just like the music you put on when you're shooting up heroin or something, I don't smoke and crack, I don't know, like, I don't know who's, I don't know what the mood is for this album, but I do like, you know, it's a couple songs in there I like, don't get me wrong, but it's, first of all, it's two, two joints, could have been one, but this is not, it's not, to me, it's unlistenable, it has no, I said the same thing about To Pimp a Butterfly, it has no replay value, it's unlistenable, I go through it once or twice just to say I heard it, and make sure I'm not just talking out my ass, but I never want to hear it again, I'm never playing any of this shit again. I'm not, I don't know where you would play it at, so, that's all I'm saying, but, you know, I'm a kid, I, listen, some people, they just capture your heart with they, with that one project, and you just never gonna let them go, and Kendrick is just one of those people, because that good kid, Mad City, was so amazing, and, and, and I just feel like the, the same dude that made that, can do that probably again, I just feel like, you know, I don't know, these niggas get a little money, and they get out there in Hollywood, and they just get untethered, and they all be around each other, and they all be around these yes men, that, you know, they, you know, and nobody's really being real with them, like, nigga, you sound real crazy right now, why don't you just rap about going back down to Charlene's and them, and your mama taking your van, and all that shit, like, you know, just keep it like that, you know, but, um, it, you know, but for who, listen, for the people who think that shit is deep, God bless, listen to it, you know, Kendrick is, is you know, a, a rapper that I like, he's not problematic, he's, you know, he's doesn't, I think he's an amazing performer, every time Kendrick come out and perform, he's dope, so, and that's, you know, that's not a little thing, because a lot of these performers are not, he puts thought into it, you know, he, he usually, whatever the song is, it's, it's the, the performance is fitting the song, you know, I like Kendrick, I just, this album ain't for me, and I will not be, it will not be in my rotation, but check it out if you like it, shout out to Taylor Page, I love you, okay, moving on, um, so, real quick, Megan McCain, Steve Schmidt, who, a lot of people didn't know who he was, I knew who he was, because he used to be on MSNBC during, a lot during the run-up to the Trump election, and he was like a, um, a Republican, like, I don't know what them guys are, advisor, whatever, I, I knew who he was, because he was always propped up as, you know, when they, when they really started going left with this MAGA idiot shit, he was really propped up as, you know, the Republican who has some sense, and so, um, I'm not really sure what the trigger was, somebody said, so, I told y'all last week, Megan McCain put out her book and it flopped, and I don't know if she said something in the book about him, I'm not really sure what the trigger was, but there was some trigger that made him go off on her ass on Twitter, and like a 12 tweet string, and it was amazing, he called her ass for Rook Assault, and he just said everything that everybody has been thinking about Megan McCain, and just like I said last week, and I had always said, I never understood why she needed to be on The View, I never understood why people, why these 
conservative voice why these people think that you need, oh we, we need this conservative voice on these shows no you don't, those women don't watch this show like the people we don't need to hear Megan, she's not and it's not even that she's conservative, she was just a dummy, like these network execs just want their, somebody on the panel to push their point of view because they're all Trump supporters but we never, like, Barbara Walters is conservative, like, conservative, don't mean, she was stupid, her opinions were dumb, her, everything she said was ignorant, she never had any kind of insight, she fucking didn't even know basic shit, and she just was like, added no value, and that's basically what Steve Schmidt's little uh, tweet string was getting at, and I loved it, because I was like, thank God, because, you know, I I felt like that was obvious about Megan since the beginning, um, but, you know, I just listen, I keep telling y'all and nobody believes me, I keep saying, maybe I'm just being um, hopelessly optimistic, but I do think that all of this shit is going to crumble it's going to come to a head, and it's going to crumble, I don't know when I don't know how long it's going to take but I think we are starting to see it now and I think it's going to crumble um, quickly once it starts, and I keep telling people, and this is before my time too, but I read, and you know, I study history and you know, the the Watergate uh, scandal did not happen until the second term of Nixon's presidency so, Trump was not re-elected, thank God, but if he was, this would be like very early in a second term, so I think that, I think, I think it's coming, I think at some point all these different investigations, all these different things they're doing, somebody is going to be the person, I don't know who it's going to be, that's like, wait a minute, I'm not going to jail for this shit, let me tell you everything that happened, whoop-de-whoop, here go to Texas, here go here where he was, here go this, here, let me show you this email, it's somebody is going to crack, I don't know who it's going to be, and the reason why I keep railing on Merrick Garland is because whoever it is, I don't think, it doesn't seem to be coming from the Justice Department, because they are not and it's not just me talking, I'm, you know, we're reading articles, and we're seeing lawyers complaining in the news, and different stories, saying that they are not going after the high level people, they are not going after people who are going to lead them to the criminality that's really going on um, and so I think if they were this thing would be coming apart a lot faster than it currently is um, but they, they, for some reason they think doing justice is playing politics, and I'm not really sure why um, but I just think I think a better a better, a better um, AG I mean, cause shit we see this sit on TV, like, it's not like, it's not, I, I think you know, this, I don't think it's playing politics, I think people are waiting for y'all to fucking do your job, and for some justice to be served, that's what I think, I mean, cause shit we see Marjorie Taylor Greene on TV live, I don't understand why nobody can't indict or subpoena this bitch, when we seen her on the fucking TV participating in the fucking uh, sedition I just, you know, but I, I think that it's slow, but it's coming, I think, and I've said this constantly and again, people have told me that they don't see it but I have said, I said this, I said this, I said this, I said these people took that Trump quote fingers victory because I don't believe he won that election I believe they stole that election as an indication that they had a lot of support and this is where the country wanted to go and they had all these MAGA people and you know the economic, all the bullshit 
that we've been hearing for the past, we had to go to every diner in every small town in America to talk to these, you know, people as if they're a large portion of the country, and they are not. They are a very small, very loud minority. And but I think that people, these these Republicans and these right and these media people, they they think that the support or the or the tolerance for this shit is way more than it is. And I said when Trump got elected, I was like, they're gonna overreach they're gonna take this too far, they're gonna take this as a sign that this is, you know, what where the country is headed, and it's not, and they're gonna over-fucking-reach, and I said, when they keep putting these, these fucking wacky people, what did I say? I said, there's a difference between conservative and being a fucking religious wackadoo, and when they put Amy Kavanaugh and Amy Comey Barrett on the Supreme Court, I said then, I said, they are they think that they've won but I think that there is gonna be one of the key linchpins to this shit falling apart because they're overreaching, because they're putting those people who are not at all qualified to be on any court let alone the Supreme Court because they, they're they paying them off to put them on that court to do to overturn Roe and do sp- and overturn these specific rulings that are trying to take the country back 100 years and there's no support for that we are, bro, it's 2022, we ain't nobody trying to go back to 1950, ain't nobody trying to go back to 1960, we're not doing it, you can pass all the laws you want to, people are not gonna do it, it's, okay, and it's, and it's gonna get to the point, like I said, you can back a person up only so far, once their back hits the wall, they're gonna turn around, they're gonna start firing, these people think that they can just keep pushing and pushing and pushing, and you can't, at some point, people are gonna stop, and they're gonna turn on you, and I have been saying that, and I still say it, and I still believe it, I said, it's just, this is America, so when it's happening to black people and poor people, don't nobody give a fuck, but when it starts happening, when you start taking abortions away from these white women, and, and you start, you know, and now white men, like, wait a minute, you mean this bitch gonna have a baby, and I'm gonna be, it's, they overreached, and now they have protesters outside of these Supreme Court justices' houses, because God bless whoever leaked that decision that they were gonna overturn it, and you know, now all these fucking people acting like they under siege, and they want to call the police, and y'all trying to intimidate judges, and I, I, I think that it's starting, because now you're starting to do things that, I, like I said, people are not going back, you can overturn whatever you want, people are not going back, and if it means they got to drag you out your cars, if it means that, you know, um, they got to leave the state, and you try, you know, that's what they're gonna do, and like I said, at the end, you know, y'all know I'm a history buff, and, and I love the Civil War, and, and, um, period, and one thing that a lot of people don't, I keep bringing this up, because it's, it's a long time ago, but it's still relevant, the, the whole reason that, um, the South is, is some of the poorest states, is because, like I said, people were leaving, after the school, not just black people, everybody was leaving, because it was down bad, they didn't have anything, and it was nothing here, and if, and, I keep saying, these states are gonna overreach, because you have all these, y'all all this gloom and doom, oh my god, they're doing this and doing that, listen, it's 2022, if you wanna be the governor of, an, of a state, and make these rules, and you can't have interracial marriage, and you can't, you're not gonna stop people from, ha- it's, listen, 
nobody is going back, you think people are going to get divorced, you think people are going to stop no, they're just not going to be in your state and you're not going to attract business because no corporation with any fucking sense is going to move to Florida uh, and when you trying to run Disney, you trying to fucking stage a war against Disney because Disney says stop doing dumb shit and your stupid ass governor thinks he's going to run Disney out like you're just, you're not going to be able to attract people, you're not going because nobody's going to want to move to these states where y'all trying to luck and fucking live like medieval villagers, nobody's gonna move, so you, all it's gonna end up doing is, is you're gonna, your, your human talent is going to go other, other places, and that's how we got fucking, um, big cities in the north now, that's how we got fucking New York and Chicago, cause after the Civil War, that's the same thing that happened, and that's why I say, I don't give a fuck, I hope Stacey Abrams wins Georgia, but I need, I'm not moving to Georgia, nor Texas, nor South Carolina, nor Florida, nor none of these red states, or purple states, until y'all blue, and blue for a minute, because I'm from Pennsylvania, which is a blue state, I know it goes red sometime, but it's, it's, I'm from Philadelphia, it's, it's, um, for most of my life been a blue state, I know lately it's been going red, but that's because all them fucking hillbillies that's outside the metro area, but for mostly, it, it, it's a blue state, um, it's Pennsylvania, <laughs> it's a free state, you know what I mean, that's where I'm from, and I just, I've been in the military, so I've been to these red states, I just, I, I'm not, I don't like the way y'all do business down there, I'm not, I'm not doing it, I know the housing is cheap, and I know right on the surface it seems dope, but you drive one second out of Houston, you drive one second out of Atlanta, you drive one second out of Charlotte, you drive one second out of, um, Dallas, and you in the fucking, uh, Ku Klux Klan country, and I'm just, I'm not used to that, I, I don't, I don't do that, so, um, I'm just, I, I, it's not gonna work, you're overreaching, okay, this whole abortion thing, they swear they, it's like, bro, y'all start, we understand that Democrats are, are fucking fools and terrible at politics, and, and y'all have been able to put this thing together and execute it, and it took y'all 50 years, but y'all been able to do it, but the part you're not understanding is, it's been 50 years, the part about being stuck in the past is being stuck in the past, y'all started this crusade 50 years ago, but niggas, it's 50 years later now, we done got used to nice things, and we're not going back, people have had the right, I mean, I'm I'm almost 50, so my entire lifetime, and I'm older than a lot of y'all, my entire lifetime, abortion has been legal, so there's people, most of us, who our whole lifetime, abortion has been legal, you're not gonna go to no Supreme Court and overturn it, and think people just gonna be like, okay, well I guess we can't do that no more, oh, and that ain't, oh, they're making birth control, listen, somebody need to tell you fucking religious freaks and fanatics, y'all need to go take your fucking Bible, and go kick rocks, I'm tired, I don't even like that we're debating, oh well, it's not a, an assault on freedom, why are we even talking about religion, take religion the fuck out of it, I don't give a fuck about your religion, bitch I don't give a fuck if you're Baptist, Catholic Wiccan, if you worship the devil if you go outside and click clack stones together at night, if you fucking burn your ancestors like the Vikings, I don't give a fuck, I don't give a fuck what your religion is, you can practice whatever religion you want to, I, I truly believe that in America, you can do whatever the fuck you want to do, but your religion ain't got shit to do with me, you don't get to come over here with waving your motherfucking silly ass bible and telling me what I can't do get the fuck out of here, I don't even know I, do we, do we keep going in these circles because 
everybody in this country is fucking retarded, and these fucking politicians are too fucking old, and they need to move over, so you can get some younger people, with some different sensibilities up there, because we should not be discussing this as religious, it's it's religion free, it's not religious freedom, it's pro-choice, pro-life, shut the fuck up, it is a medical procedure, it is my fucking body, if I don't want to have a fucking baby, for whatever reason, I don't give a fuck if it's rape, if it's incest, if it's I'm broke, if this nigga is ugly and I don't want no ugly baby, he's slow the baby gonna be retarded, no thank you I don't want to get fat, I don't want no stretch marks whatever the fuck the reason is you cannot make me have a fucking child that's it I, and I don't understand why it got to be all this other shit and him and a horn and a rake that you hit the fuck out of here you, you, this is my fucking body same way you don't get to come and tell me why I'm, I'm gonna cut your foot off excuse me, yeah, I'm about to cut your foot off, I don't believe in feet, feet is evil, I'm gonna cut your foot off, nobody would, everybody would look at you like you crazy if you said some shit like that, what you mean you gonna cut a fucking foot off, but because we talking about a baby, all of a sudden now it's all this extra shit, bitch, this is my fucking body, I don't wanna have no fucking baby, get the fuck out of here, and then y'all don't take care of the babies when they come here, and we, got, we ain't got no formula on the shelves, and I just found out yesterday that apparently babies died, Damn, I didn't know that, I thought, I thought you look, I don't know shit about birthing no babies, okay, I just thought, okay, I mean, I know infants can't eat whole, you know, newborns or whatever, I know they can't eat whole milk, um, whole food, like, you know, I, I know you can't get them baby, um, food, they gotta eat for me, but I didn't know, I didn't know that babies can just, like, drink, I don't know, whatever the fuck they was doing before, they had formula, I didn't have formula in the 1800s, what they fed babies, breast milk, whatever, I don't know, I know back in the day, moms used to be mixing shit up giving these fucking baby, I didn't know that if it's formula or nothing I thought you breast, I thought you could breastfeed your baby if they don't have no formula but apparently, breastfeeding is not, I, I look I, I'm, I, ain't, I don't know how the shit work I thought once you had a baby you could just breastfeed, but apparently that's not the case apparently there's like a window that if you don't breastfeed in then the shit dry up I had no fucking idea, and apparently you, it's nothing you can substitute for formula, you can't like mix up some like grits and you know, whole milk and get them niggas, like they, they gotta have the formula, I, who knew, so apparently, but it's so y'all, y'all motherfucking corporations and y'all motherfuckers talking about it's a recall You don't be no fucking fool, it ain't no fucking recall and no fucking formula is why no formula is in, is in the country they're holding this shit back because they want their little goofy ass president back to let them do whatever, and they think all this shit looks bad on Joe Biden and all of a sudden people gonna vote for Republicans, that's what they're doing, you crazy if you think, they don't make formula to order, okay, they got formula on the shelves, they just not fucking sending it cause they can have a, uh, they can make it look like Joe Biden can't get no shit on the shelves we looking like 86 fucking Soviet Union over here like some fucking clowns and they think it makes the president look bad, and I, it kinda does, but not in the way they think, it makes the president look bad because like motherfucker like dog the pre- nigga, call these motherfuckers down in your office and be like, look here champ y'all, y'all fucking, y'all, y'all got me fucked up, this is baby formula, I don't give a fuck what the hell the last dude did, I don't care who the fuck y'all like, don't like, y'all gonna get this motherfucking baby formula, or I'm taking all these tax breaks back, I'm taking whatever I can take within my power, y'all gonna be down the fuck bad, fuck with me if you want to, I'm the motherfucking president, bitch, you better get this motherfucking formula on the fucking shelf, these is fucking babies, y'all playing fucking games right now, get that fucking formula on the shelf, I swear to God, all y'all motherfuckers gonna be floated out to sea, do it, 
That's what people are waiting for. And it don't matter if you can or not. People just want to see the effort. People want to see y'all fighting back. We are tired of watching y'all be fucking soft and scared and weak and get punked and bitched all the fucking time. We tired of it. Ain't no fucking reason. I don't give a fuck about a recall. They, you, they got the fucking... Listen, I was in the military. I know what they do. We send milk and formula and food and Quaker Oats and cheese and all kind of fucking shit all over the 13 third world countries. All over the place. No disrespect, but hey, y'all might not get y'all shipment this year because you know what? These motherfuckers want to play games. Fine. That shit over there. National Guard. Okay, you don't want to move it? Oh, your trucks is down? Oh, your cost? Your gas costs too much? Okay, head of CEO. Excuse me. Pardon me. National Guard, we got it, put the shit on the trucks, get it down to the Walmart, get it down to the Target, get it down to the Piggly Wiggly, since y'all don't want fuck, y'all claiming y'all can't get it out, I bet you that shit'll fucking start shipping, motherfuckers let that idiot down in Texas have the border clogged up for two weeks, trying to make Joe Biden, you're not making Joe Biden look bad, motherfucker, everybody know it's your dumb ass doing it, and second of all, that's federal jurisdiction, that's interstate commerce, why y'all let that man do that for two weeks, once again, okay, motherfucker, you wanna play games? Send the National Guard down and move all this shit. Get out the fucking way. Wheel his ass off into the river. Whatever the fuck he get the fuck out the way, homeboy. Put a baseball bat in his his wheelchair so he can't fucking roll out. And get these people, get these trucks through, get this shit going. Play hardball. We tired of y'all being little punks. That's all it takes. That's all people want to see. We don't see, all we see is y'all blacking down, capitulating, giving up, throwing your hands up. We don't know what to do. Oh, well, you know, uh, we have companies that are playing politics. They'll make them stop playing politics. Bring them up, because listen, a lot of them, they punks. They punks. Bring them up to your office. Bring them on the carpet. Mr. Head of CEO of Nestle, what's the problem? Where the formula at? Why it's not on the shelves? Why you got American babies about to die? Why you got, what's going on? What's food? I'm, I'm sorry. You got a PowerPoint? I'm sorry, I need to see it. Put it up on the wall. Please explain to me. Why, man, fucking use your fucking office. Y'all never do that. Not you, not Obama, none of y'all. So y'all, oh. And Joe, I thought you was going to be the one because you the fucking bully. But y'all paying these fucking consultants and shit and these fucking media Washington dickheads that are so divorced and so detached from actual Americans that y'all don't even understand what people, just all we want to see is y'all fucking fighting back. That's all. We know the Republicans ain't shit, but like, yeah, damn, they ran up in your house, y'all ain't do shit. It ain't, it ain't no fucking recall. They're doing this shit on purpose. They're price gouging on purpose. They're doing the gas on purpose. They're doing all this shit on purpose because they think that, oh, well, if we do this, people will blame Joe Biden. And some of y'all do because y'all fucking dumb. But I see the jig, and most people, I feel, see the jig. But we see the jig, and we don't see you doing anything about it. We see you just let them do what they want. And that's, that's what's hurting you. It's the part where we see them doing this shit and you're not doing anything. So, and, and just keep asking people to vote. I mean, we voting, bro, we voting, but we want, like, damn. So, no justice, no peace. I'm telling y'all, they overreaching. It, it, it's this, this um, abortion shit, because they're going to overturn it. And, and all hell is gonna break loose, and I still think, 
at some point they're gonna have to do something about Jenny Thomas and Clarence Thomas, I think that's coming as well, I don't know how, but I think it's coming, um yeah, and you know, look all I know is like I said last week I can't take y'all whining and crying and glooming, glooming and dooming cause it's gonna be what it's gonna be and I'ma just deal with whatever it is but I'm not doing none of this shit so y'all just gonna have to come get me, drag me off uh, put, you know, I don't know, I'ma have to escape to the, um, what's it called in, in the Handmaid's Hill, what, what was the outer the outer rim, what was it called? the Wadlands, the Wayside, whatever, I'll just be out there fuck it, cause I'm not doing this shit okay <sighs> last little, I, I saved these last two, and sorry, I don't know if I'm able to end on a positive note, cause this week been a whole lot, but I'm gonna save these last two for the end, but I just wanna mention the jailbreak, um, uh CO, so they was on the run for all of 11 days if you don't know what I'm talking about it's the CO that, um, her and the, uh inmate broke out, and first they thought that he had kidnapped her and killed her, but then it turned out that she planned it all I'm gonna say is, I, listen, I I said the lady was stupid, I knew they was gonna get caught, because nothing about it said that they wouldn't, but I thought they would at least get caught trying to cross somebody's border, y'all, I thought they would at least get caught trying to get into Mexico, these motherfuckers was in Indiana huh bitch this bitch worked for the correction office for however many long, it was a week before her retirement, she sold her house for way on the market put in her retirement papers, and went on a run with a jelly bird, I don't understand what be going through y'all minds I guarantee, you, I, I don't, this man got to have a week he was out of jail for 11 days they finally got caught in Indiana, this bitch kills herself on the side of the road in the police chain I don't, just like, what was the plan sis what was the plan, and I, and cause it, when, when it happened, it was like, oh I have a feeling they're a long way off, they're never gonna see them again, I was like, they might be a long way off, but they're gonna get caught, nothing about this was sophisticated, nothing about this was smart, they figured it out the day after what had happened, and I knew I, just, you're not gonna be a, a correctional officer, run off with a fucking escape prisoner, get away, like, I, when does that ever happen, like, it's not it's not gonna happen, they always catch y'all, they always catch the prisoners, they damn sure gonna catch you um, so this lady is dead now, and this man basically got out of jail for 11 days, and I just I don't, yo straight women, I'm just gonna pray for y'all, I don't know what else to do, I'm just you're in my prayers, you know you're in my thoughts, I, 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 um you know, I just don't know what else to do for y'all, because I just, I don't understand any of you I, I don't get it, I don't understand what your problem is, I don't understand why y'all are so thirsty, and pressed and, and just and just desperate to have a man, to be with a man to be somebody's wife, to be somebody's girlfriend I understand that's I, that's a nice thing, I understand it's a goal I understand that's, you know, a good situation to be in, I get it what I don't understand is why y'all are so thirsty, and so desperate that you do the, some of the shit that you do with the people that you do it with, that's the part I don't understand I get, but, like, y'all just, like, it's, I don't know what to say, I just can't say, I can't talk about it anymore, I've said all I can, it's, you know, I just, you, this woman, I, I, hopefully she don't have no children, but, like, you work your whole life, you, you got a house, and you throw it all away for a fucking inmate, and then you kill yourself, like, what goes, I don't, I, I don't, I, I'm just y'all in my prayers.
I pray, I'm praying for y'all because I see, you know, you all just, I, I don't, I, there, there's a, there's, there's a, there's a shift going on right now and what is happening is there's a, there's a, there's a good, oh, I don't even know if it's a good portion, but there's a portion of women who were raised the way I was raised where we had elders and we had grandmothers and we had aunties and we had, you know, some of y'all, my, my mom died when I was little, but some of y'all, your moms, um, you know, fathers, uncles, whoever, whoever raised you, whoever your village was, who instilled in us for various reasons and, and various, um, you know, had various, uh, motives for raising us this way. Never to be dependent on anybody much less a man, it's nice to have a husband, it's nice to have a family, but you always have your own thing, you always have your own personality, you have to be secure in yourself, you have you have to be your own woman, basically, you, you do not uh, give your life over to no dude, do not hinge your life, your life does not hinge on whether or not you have a husband or boyfriend or whatever yes we would love for that for you everybody loves it but that is not your purpose that your life does not hinge on that you go to school you get educated you get a job you build for yourself you buy your own house you have your own savings you don't mingle shit with that nigga you keep all your stuff you do not be dependent on anybody so that you don't need anybody so that you don't get trapped so you don't get with some man and you can't leave him because you don't work or you can't work or you don't have no education and you don't have any and you have to stay, never do that that's how we were raised, we were, my generation I'm Gen X we were raised to be um independent good or bad, I'm not gonna argue Cause it is some downsides to the shit, but that's what we, that's our, we were raised women. We were raised to be that way. The men, the boys, I don't, we're not, they were barely raised, if raised at all. And, 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 and the crack epidemic, I say all the time, did a number on the black community in so many ways. And the one way that it did a number that I don't really think people really appreciate is because it was so violent and because we were losing people to violence or drug use or jail or all of the above and because it was like it just seemed like every time you turn around somebody was going down you know and we had to and and we didn't because we didn't have prior generations for whatever reasons the fathers weren't in the household we didn't have the fence there was a lot of single mothers a lot of fatherless children fathers were like active father, either your daddy was in jail or he was dead, or he was on that shit, or he, you know, and we just didn't have the fathers that the whole focus became to save black males, because, you know again, with girls, we were kind of okay, we, they, they set us up to be okay, sorta really kind of abandoned us, but I'm just saying, they they made us to be survivors but the boys it just got to the point where it's like they were just raised, were like, oh, if you're just if you're just alive, and you just have a job and you're not on crack, or you're not in jail then you're a good man, oh, you're a prize, and you know, there's all that if you're straight, then there's the, um, there was more women than men, so men were rare and if you had a job, and you had, so they were, they were coddled nothing they did was wrong you know, oh, a man gonna be a man it just, they were not raised the way we were raised, and what has happened now, is that we, now that we are raised there's a gap, 
because you have these men who have these expectations it's just because they're a man and just because they're alive and they're not in jail that that means they're a good man and you should want them but they have no goals they have no personality their ego's out of control they, they are immature they're not they're emotionally immature they they're, they have you know they're they're just not equipped for where we're going, a lot of them not talking about all of y'all please don't get in my mentions talking about you a man, but I, I, I'm not ta- if, if it don't apply to you it don't apply, I'm, but y'all, I'm talking about in generalizations okay, um and so, now you have the, and that's why you get these and somebody on Twitter said it really great and, and, and it, it actually they said it really well, they were like we get these Kevin Samuels and all this like I don't know all these toxic masculine shit it's because they men are attracted to things that tell them they don't have to do any real work on themselves they don't have to deal with you know their inner issues because they claim they don't have it that's only you know men are not emotional men are blah 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 they don't have to deal with all this stupid shit if they, you know, just wear wear nicer suits or get some. It's superficial things that they are told that they should do, and then that'll that'll attract the women. And then when women of a certain caliber, the ones that they feel like they are entitled to, not the ones that are actually on their level, don't still don't want them. Then it's all this anger and hatred directed towards women because this woman who's a doctor or a lawyer or whatever she does, she makes her own six figures, she owns her own home, she's not really impressed, and you know, yeah, she's not really impressed with you. Maybe, maybe she, maybe she found you attractive, but when she sits and talks to you, she realizes that you're not really well read, you're not really educated, you're emotionally stunted, you're not really mature, your ego is out of control, she doesn't want you then we get all these nick cells, and it's all these problems, and, and, and I think because when they fix those superficial things, but you're not, you're, you're still the lame dude that you all, that, that you always were, you're still undeveloped, you're still immature, you're not desirable, and these women nowadays, unlike in 1950, they can, they don't need to just have a man to have a roof over their head, and so, and that gap is getting wider and wider because the women are going to school, the men are not. And now y'all on these podcasts raging and foaming at the mouth and it's, you can't, it's not, women want too much and they expect too much and they want all this and they want all that. It's like, nah, bruh, it's, you're just, you're remedial. You're left behind. You're really not, you, at where they, y'all are just like not where they are. And you don't want to do the work to fix it. Shout out to Lou, man, my nigga Lou this week, or yeah, this week's episode of, of um, Hell is Around the Corner, he did a really, really good episode, because he talked about um, his issues that he used to have, and like the, the um, I, I liked it because when he was talking about um, how him, him and his mama used to, was beefing, and like the issues they had, it, it reminded me of my dad, because I told y'all on here before, my dad and my grandma, you know, used to, it used to be a very similar dynamic, I've told y'all before, you know, I, and I, you know, I knew stuff when I was little, but as I grew older, you know, I, I learned a lot more, but I told you before, my dad, um, father is different than my uncle's father and, and after the war was over she left, you know, my my dad my grandmother had an affair while, while her husband, which happened a lot by the way, um, while her husband was over, you know, in, in the war and so she she had my dad outside of, outside of wedlock and then when, you know, her husband came back, they moved up Philly, had my uncle 
my my um uncle's father is not my dad's father, so she basically just left him down south. She wasn't even going to be raised by. She wasn't even going to take him. Only reason she she had to is because he was about to get lynched and they had to get him out of South Carolina. But so when he told the story, it was I mean I not that that was that, but, but it was just very similar because my grandmother also kicked my father out when he was in high. They just it was a similar story, and I just thought it was cool the way he said that because he was talking about Kevin Samuels, and he was saying how he reckoned, you know, these, how do you, basically how these, why these guys are so hostile towards black women, because a lot of them have things in their past, you know, issues with their mamas or their aunties or whatever, black women who have done them wrong or who have just been bitches or whatever the fuck to them, but instead of dealing with that and dealing with that issue, they just, you know, push that shit out on everybody, and I, and I think that that's absolutely accurate, and I just thought it was, I thought it was, but you gotta hear him say it, cause he, he a man, it didn't sound different coming from, you know, a dude, so, but it, it, it was, it was good, but I think that's, that's spot on, and, um, you know, I just, I just, you know, women, I, I don't, I, all I can say is y'all are in my prayers, because I don't have no answers for y'all, like, I, I honestly feel like all the men that are, like, worth a damn that anybody wants, they all be married by like 30, these women be out here looking, and, and, and if they find one, and they get married, and, and, and they got them, and all the rest, like, you know, they divorced, or, you know, they, somebody's baby daddy, or they, you know, some, several somebody's baby's daddies, or they divorced already, and now, you know, I just, I, I, this might be problematic, but, because it's not the same for women, but I just feel that if a man is 40 years old, 40, 50, never been married, it's okay to be divorced, because, you know, sometimes the person you marry in your 20s or whatever, it don't work out, that's fine, it's okay to be divorced, but never been married, never really had no serious girlfriends, all your whole life is just this bitch, that bitch, you got a whole bunch of broken relationships, maybe you got a whole bunch of kids outside of wedlock, but nobody that really, you know, gives a fuck about you, you're, it's you, like, I just feel like any man that's worth a damn, that anybody would ever want to be met by 30, they, they snatched up, they engaged, they married, they somebody husband, they somebody, you know, it's, I just, I just feel like, I just feel like when these niggas be 40 and 50, turn to Kevin Samuels, all of y'all are the same kind of loser, bro, that's all I'm saying, and Kevin Samuels died in an apartment, uh, on some fentanyl cocaine, with somebody, some girl didn't even give a fuck enough, of, she left him in there, like her friend came and called 911, like, all I'm saying is, you know, the men, y'all are not, y'all are getting, y'all are getting left behind, and these women cannot, they gonna drag y'all along, come hella hot water, and I don't know what's gonna happen, like, I don't know which way it's gonna break, I really don't, but, I just, I, I, I give up, I can't, y'all just in my prayers, because, this, it's to the point where you got people who have whole careers as, as correctional officers, you out in the free world, out in a free world and you can't find nobody to marry and fall in love with except for this fucking prisoner that's in jail and you give up your whole life and kill yourself for this dude who I'm positive don't give a fuck and was just happy to be out for them 11 days and probably thought that shit, I don't care what happened I just if I get out myself for 2 weeks that's fine with me, yeah this bitch gave up her whole life but I don't, you know, hey whatever, I'm, I'm positive that's what it was so, she did, and, you know, it's a shame, but, like, y'all down back, it's, it's, 
Oh my god. Um. Alright, so, moving on to the last two topics. I really didn't want to talk about this, but y'all requested it, so I will. Um, so, um, Thug, Gunner, YSL gang in Atlanta got caught up in a Rico. <sighs> Motherfuckers have been acting like the FBI has came and arrested Martin Luther King or COINTELPRO has targeted the Black Panther Party or, you know, I don't know. These motherfucking rappers and, and people are on Twitter in shambles talking about, oh, they arresting black men, and they take black menace in the community and trying to do something, bro, if you are on a RICO charge, you are not in the community, you are not trying to do nothing, you are a goddamn criminal, okay, RICO is the Racketeering Influence Corrupt, Corrupt Organization Act, it was, um, passed in the 1970s to take down the mafia, because the mafia, if you don't know, used to be extremely powerful in this country, they ran everything, they had infiltrated the unions they were bribing politicians, they had everything on politicians, they killed JFK um, very very powerful I know it seems crazy now and you guys, are when people say mafia nowadays people think John Gotti, John Gotti wasn't shit we talking about Sam Giancana we talking about Lucky Luciano we talking about Carlos Marcello, we talking about Mickey Cohen, we talking about Bugsy Siegel we talking about um, Meyer Lansky um Vito Genovese, uh, the five families, the Chicago outfit, Al Capone, we're talking about the mob that ran this country pretty much from 1900s all the way up to the the 70s is when they really started um, uh, dismantling this organization and they did it with RICO because prior to RICO there was no like, there was no you could prosecute crime, so you could prosecute a murder, you know, you could prosecute, you know narcotic smuggling, you could prosecute bootlegging but there was no way to take down a criminal syndicate like the mob was where, you know, they send a hitman but the hitman is, you know, doesn't know the hitman just takes an order the hitman's knock doesn't, you know, he didn't Lucky Luciano, he can't get you to Lucky Luciano because the way the mob was set up so they have Rico where it's like the way they did it was like, okay we are not ever going to be able to prove that Sam Giancana ordered this murder, because Sam Giancana is the boss of all bosses, and he's not on any phones, and he's so insulated, and we're never going to be able to get to him, but what we can do is, we can show that this guy was a hitman, who was hired by this soldier, who we can show is a part of Sam Giancana's organization, more though, what they were doing is when they started doing, um, the the, the mob had a, a, a strict for a long time, and there's all kind of mob movies that, you know, we've seen this in, but it, it is, it's true life, like, you know, it got, it got, um, dramatized in, in movies, but it's true life. The mob had this rule for a very long time that they did not engage in narcotics. They did not sell drugs. They, you know, the mob was gambling, it was hookers, it was booze for the longest, you know, rackets, stuff like that, construction, infiltrating the union, stealing out, you know, the Hoffa shit, stealing out the, that's, you know, corruption, it was, it was that, that's what the mob did the mob would not do narcotics because the reason why they didn't want to didn't want to do narcotics is because the bosses knew, or had some, some of the bosses anyway had some foresight that that shit was gonna be detrimental because, you know, they started passing these narcotic laws where again, 
guys was getting 20, 30 years, like if you get caught moving like crack or a key of cocaine or whatever, all those Rockefeller and Draconian laws are coming down where you get 30, 40 years, and the mob bosses knew like, hey, if they, you know, back before that, if you pinch dude with some cocaine, he might go to jail three, four, you know, years, maybe do four years, but for a mobster, that's like part of the initiation, like that's part, oh yeah, he did a stretch, like they, they really don't even trust you if you ain't been in jail, so it was no big deal, like oh, they'll take that, but when they started doing these federal drug laws, where now, you know, if you get caught with a key of cocaine, you going to jail for 25 to life, the bosses knew that people would start flipping, like, hey, wait a minute, this, I'm, this is Sam Giancana's coke, or this is, you know, uh, Vito Genovese's coke, so they didn't want to, they, they told their people to stay away from drugs, because they saw that as a threat, because they were like, people will start snitching, people will start rolling, and that's exactly what happened, that's exactly what happened, um, and they passed RICO in 1970, and what RICO was was able to do is, now, whether you roll or not, we can still connect you to Giancana, and we can hold Giancana, and the guy that gave you the drugs, and the guy that gave you the car, and the guy that, you know, you bribed it, told all these people that we normally could no, make no connections with, we can charge them all, we can charge you all with the same crime, as part of a of an organization, racketeering, um, influence, corrupt organization, that's what, that's what they're, that's what they're, that's what RICO is, it is, it is, okay, we caught you doing this one thing, we know you're a part of a network, so we're charging everybody in this network with this same thing, and so if you're a mob boss, that's terrible, because everybody that gets caught doing any fucking thing, you're charged with it too, and so they, that's how they took down the mob, that's how they put all of these Gotti, and all, and, 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 through the narcotics, because that's mainly, by the time the 60s, 70s rolled around, that's mainly what they were catching people on drugs, I mean, they got the hits too, but it was mainly the drugs, it was mainly y'all moving you know, these keys and of, of drugs up and down the east coast, and wherever y'all moving them to, and we catching these truckloads full of drugs, and we charging you with uh, you know, a conspiracy distribute, uh, distribute narcotics, and that's how they got them, that's how, that's what Rico was created for, that's what Rico was initially used for to take down a mob, but it, it was so successful in taking down a mob that now it's applied to just any kind of criminal organization, not just a mob, any kind of criminal syndicate, y'all could be you know, be it a, be it a, um, a gang, you know, be it the Crips of the Bloods be it, be it a uh, Mexican cartel be you know, MS-13 YSL, whoever it is, if you are a network of criminals they can hit you with a RICO, and when they come with a RICO, you're done dollar, you can forget it, because that means they have been investigating you for years, they have been catching people, and rolling people, and I've read they up, they was up on YSL and them phones, nigga, when they up on your phones, ugh, because the, the, the warrant that you need to get up on a phone, and stay up on a phone, is a lot, so, when you hear that they got motherfuckers in a Rico and they got phone taps, the motherfuckers are done, and somebody better start snitching, but um you know, and it's just look, I, I just all, all I say is this our generation, you know we were all crack adjacent, we keep telling people this, and they don't get it, because it's just, y'all didn't grow up in the environment that we grew up in, but when we were come, when we were, when, when during the crack era, you had people who had government jobs selling crack you had people who was on the corner selling crack, you had people who was CEO, like, crack was everywhere, the drug business was 
everywhere. You had trash men selling on their... It was just... Y'all, y'all cannot imagine. We try to tell y'all... Y'all start hollering about this 94 crime bill, and we try to tell y'all what it was that got us there. I don't want to listen, but the shit was wild. Okay? Drug king... It's not like today. The, the drug kingpins that we had you know, first of all, we're low, you know, we had drug crew, it just, it was just was a different thing, but the, the point is, the whole point of selling the drugs, and getting the money, was to, it wasn't to just fucking be a criminal, niggas was broke, Reaganomics had, didn't leave anything for anybody, they destroyed the unions, they sent all the jobs overseas, nobody had any job, the blue collar job that you used to could work after World War II you get out, you know, you took the job in 1945, you worked 20 years retired in 1965, you done bought a house on it, you done raised your whole family on it you got a pension, y'all went to vacation down to the Jersey Shore and all this shit all that fucking post-war boom shit, it was over by the time the 80s, and by the time we got born in the 80s, well, that shit was over, Ronald Reagan came in, busted up all the unions, sent all them fucking court jobs, all the manufacturing jobs overseas, and the whole country was down bad, and it was nothing, nothing but crack and cocaine, and so that was the, the crack era, that was the cocaine era, all the way from the 90s, all the way up to damn near the 2000s, we try to tell y'all, but that's just what it was, and but the whole point was to get, nobody nobody wanted to fucking be it wasn't if, put it like this if rappers and artists back then were getting the kind of money for, cause a lot a lot of, you know, rappers started out as drug dealers, they used that money to, to found their record labels, fund their demos, pay for their studio time, get into music and then they went legit they left the drugs alone because, nigga, the whole purpose is to get money. So we getting legal money now, so we're not doing this shit. Well, most, some of them still did, but I'm just saying the point of the drugs was to get money to do something else. Now, these motherfuckers are getting 20, 30, and I'm, I'm just, you know, this is the highest number. 20, 30 million dollars advances or, or, or off tour money, whatever, 360, whatever. They're getting money. They're rich. These motherfuckers getting more money than anybody ever saw, and they still doing criminal shit. We still being in criminal syndicates and cartels, and that's the part that is goofy to us. Excuse me. That's the part we keep trying to tell y'all about, but y'all want to call us haters and all this bullshit. It's like, nigga, we not no haters. We are of the streets. Our generation, Gen X, came up in the streets even the ones of us that were good, nigga, it's two dudes that I went to school with, that was kingpins in Philly, and I went to a magnet school, nigga, we didn't go to no Mr. Clark ass school, we went to a good ass school, and we had dudes that was kingpins, I'm not saying their name, but it was two dudes that I went to school with, and I'm not talking about my friend Sean, Sean was a little ahead of me, I'm not not talking about him, we ain't go to school together, he was from around my dad's, excuse me, he got the hiccups, I knew Sean from around my dad's way. I mean, my dad's, um, well, my mom's way. Where we used to live at. That's how I knew Sean. Not him. But, two, Kingpin, like, it, 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 we're not hating. We seeing y'all fucking up. Y'all on Instagram. Y'all in the songs, rapping y'all 
literal crimes, not like, you know, not like 50 when he was like, yo, I got a story to talk, rapping about getting shot and telling stories from the pet. y'all like, yo, I just went around the corner yesterday, I shot Leroy in his head, I left Leroy in the street, Leroy dead, blew his brain, like, y'all rapped the murder, and the police just sit on Instagram, oh, what's the, what's the dude that was shot, what's his name, Leroy, Leroy Jackson, and he was on the ground, and he was dead, it was, it was, and there was a gun, okay, and what, Oh yeah, they said okay. Oh, he did it. Oh okay. Oh look, they said look, 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 look. They go to the corner right there. Like that's what the cops are doing. They don't even gotta investigate. Y'all on the Instagram with guns and drugs. Like nobody understands y'all motherfuckers anymore. Like what are you doing, thug, young thug? Like I you was like I don't really like a lot of this Atlanta trap music, but I liked Young Thug. I liked Young Thug. I think. I've said this before, I think Young Thug with the fashions is what Rocky thinks he's doing, but he's not what are you doing, Gunna what are you doing, like y'all motherfuckers are getting so much money, this indictment they got on this motherfucker goes back to 2015 they saying he the one that shot up um, Wayne's tour bus like it's, 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 it's so dumb and 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 Yo, the older rappers try to tell, like, like I said last week with the Rocky thing with the hip hop police, that was real. Like the cops were really out here targeting rappers, trying to lock them up. Cause, oh, you know, they knew like they they had, maybe had connections to the drug world and knew so. So they would try to set them up. Like that's a real thing. Cops would be at the shows. Cops would be doing all kind of shit trying to get these shit niggas back in jail. Here y'all go. Don't have to do none of that. Cause y'all are getting legal money. And y'all still trying to be criminals. It doesn't make any sense y'all killing people. For what? I don't understand. Again, crack has destroyed this community so bad because you motherfuckers, y'all parents was on drugs. Y'all parents were drug addicts. Y'all was left for dead. We saw, we know, because we saw y'all. Y'all was the kids you see on the news. Oh, parent, mom been gone for two weeks off that smoke. These kids was wandering the street. They was out in the shit, the baby out in the street. Like, we saw it. We know that's y'all. That's y'all. Now grow up. But like, yo, I, you gotta be like, listen. Like I said, what is that? Two episodes ago, everybody want to make fun of squares, nigga. I'm a square. I am happy to be a square. A square is not the same as a punk. It ain't the same as a lame. It ain't the same as corny. It means you get up, you go to work every day, you earn your money. It's legal money. You ain't got nobody tailing you. You ain't got nobody on your phones. You ain't got nobody tracking you, trying to kill you, trying to rob you. You know, none of that shit. Like, you you go to work. I work legal. I pay my taxes. Can't nobody bother me about shit. Get off my grass. (laughs) That's the life, nigga. This other shit ain't. And you, everybody in my generation, and I'm talking about like, listen, we don't tell our stories, but it's people in my generation, it's people that you don't even know, you think that that nigga is Bob an accountant, you don't know Bob an accountant used to be the man back in the day, used to be the nigga, used to be on that corner These niggas name used to ring out, niggas used to be afraid, you know like we had, not all of us went to jail, quite a few of us did but not all of us, okay, I'll just put it like this, when I was growing up, it was a lot of Franklin Saints out there, it was a lot of Louis out there, okay, a lot, and they did not all go to jail, a lot of them, they transitioned, okay, this shit, they passing these laws now, my daddy was one of them, 
my daddy was one of them, I told y'all about my father, that nigga's like, okay, this shit is not it, I got a kid now, and you know, her mom passed, so I really got a kid now, I got, you know, he start buying, he start buying real estate, he start putting money into his, his other businesses, he start growing, you know, and he start really doing that, and, and it took him a little bit, but he did it, he's not the only people who went into all kinds, you know, real estate, or they, but, you know, a lot of the women, on the women's side, a lot of them went into, like, wig business, hair, bit, like, it's a lot, some of them went into radio, some of these DJs back in the day, you don't know, DJ so-and-so used to push that, you sell that dope, you don't know, like, they, they made the transition, y'all would be surprised, the stories that Gen X has, <laughs> like, not all of us went to jail, not all of us, not all of us died, a lot of, a lot of people, you don't know it, your granny might have been one, your mama might have been one, might have been, might have been that bitch or that nigga, you just don't know it, because they didn't show it to us, to us, our life, like, I didn't know, I figured it out, like I've told y'all before, but all I knew was I lived in a nice house with garage, a five-bedroom house with a, with a nice garage in front, y'all, I didn't, I, my daddy was a businessman, I didn't, we didn't know that, we didn't know that, that our parents were gangsters out in these streets, like, you know what I mean, when we growing up, we didn't know that, at first, so, when we telling y'all stuff, we not being haters, we telling y'all cause we know, like, nigga, yes, we were on these corners, we was, we was, the drug, the crack era, that was us, okay, that was us, so, but y'all don't wanna listen, y'all think y'all don't know everything, y'all know everything, and we haters, and y'all just, and we, y'all just hate to see shining, y'all not shining! Y'all not, sh- y'all shining like a motherfucking, uh, f- police light. Like, fucking light to come up behind you. That's how y'all shining, because y'all move stupid. Y'all move dumb as fuck. Y'all not low. Y'all not nothing. Like, <laughs> try to tell, but like, look. I, 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 don't, I don't say nothing these nuggets, these millennials no more, I really don't I don't say nothing because I find y'all very irritated because y'all motherfuckers, y'all, y'all, y'all swear you know, y'all so super enlightened and y'all so super no more than everybody else cause you read a fucking book, couple fucking books and, and y'all hang with y'all white friends and can't nobody tell y'all nothing y'all wanna put, and it's like okay, like and then when y'all cry, well, y'all never, y'all never give us anything and all y'all do is criticize we not, it's not criticism baby it's not criticism, we're trying to tell you, yo, that ain't it, that what you're doing, that's whack, don't do that, do it like this, this right here, what you're talking about, that's some bullshit, because blah blah blah, but y'all don't want to hear it, because y'all the new Negroes, y'all fucking Negro 2.0, y'all built different, y'all got different, you know, I don't know, the screws going counterclockwise, not clockwise, y'all feet going right, not left, y'all built different, y'all got, y'all got some new code and some new software, y'all know shit that don't nobody else know, we, we don't know shit, we backwards, we toxic we need therapy and all this bullshit, y'all won't fucking listen, alright go ahead then good luck with the Rico that's all, that's all, I mean you know, y'all wishing, y'all, why y'all celebrating people going down, nobody celebrating we not saying it's fucked up but hey nigga, I don't know what you want me to tell you you doing crime or you doing fucking international crimes on the, on the, on the fucking Instagram you putting whole murder plots in, in, your, in your lyrics I mean, I didn't just say people's names. I killed John Brown on April 3rd. Uh, April 3rd, 2021. I laid him down in the park over there right on the corner. He was turned cat a corner. One of his shoes was off and I took the money out of his pocket. If you check his forehead, you might see my fingerprint. Like, those are your lyrics. I don't... I, what is there to say? What, what can we tell you? I, I mean, you're number one, though, nigga. Hey, you're number one with a bullet. Congratulations. It's a hit. It's a hit, nigga. Great fucking come hold our phones up and 
play it for you outside the jail, like, like, um, you know, the movie, I, I don't know, I don't know what you want me to do, so, that's, I, I, gonna, his, his indictment is not that bad, I think he only, they got him only on two things, hopefully he's smart enough to, to snitch, um, Young Thug is going to jail, he, he has the Rico, plus they went to his house and charged him with 56 more things, he's going to jail, um, yeah, I don't know for how long, but he's definitely going to jail, they got him in solitary, he's, he's not coming out, um, but some of these other cats, you know, I don't know, hopefully they'll be smart, and, um, you know, that's not the move, though, like, I'm not, listen, man, you gotta sit around with some old people, all these old, I say it all the time, it's two kind of old niggas, it's those of us who, you, you know, got close enough to that life, or was in that life enough to know that they didn't, got out, and now we squares, and you got these other motherfuckers that's still trying to be the man, still think it's 92, 93, they getting out of jail on these 25, 30-year-old um, sentences with no prospects, no nothing, standing on the corner, posted up, you know, still trying to be, you know, but I don't care about that shit no more, nigga, we got fucking stocks, and we got 401ks, and we got executive positions, we got senior positions, we as SVPs and EVPs, and we got, y'all got kids, and, you know, we trying to take vacations and brunch, we ain't nobody on that shit, ain't nobody trying to be, go back to that shit at all, at all, we got PTSD from that shit, we really do, so, God bless, but, I, I, I say thoughts and prayers, I don't, I don't even know if that's gonna help, Late, lastly, and I kind of already touched on it, I want to talk about you cornball gatekeepers, now Jack Harlow did an interview, Jack Harlow's a white rapper he did an interview on, I think I don't know what show, I don't, know, I don't think it was a Breakfast Club but it was some show, and I didn't even watch the clip because I really didn't care, but what I gather from the hullabaloo is that he didn't know that Brandy and Ray J were siblings and he didn't say he didn't know Brandy. He said he didn't know that Brandy. He people are trying to say that he said he didn't know Brandy. I saw the clip. What he said. They brought up Ray J, and what he said. What and they said Ray J, and they said Brandy. They said Ray J's sister. And Jack said, "Who's Ray J's sister?" He didn't know that Brandy was Ray J's sister motherfuckers, these little fucking corny ass, like, once again, millennial black gatekeepers acting like this is such a a, a fucking insult and you can't be a white, first of all, the way y'all swear, I call y'all corny gatekeepers, cause y'all don't even know what the fuck y'all be gatekeeping, the way y'all swear that these white rappers and white artists can't be this or can't be that, unless they was with us at grandmama house on Thanksgiving eating it's stupid, it's dumb and it's not even accurate hip hop was always from the beginning for everybody, it was no thing where you could only be black first of all, it was started by black people and, and Puerto Ricans white people have always been a part of it, where, you, where you're getting confused at is, is, it was built on authenticity you could be white in hip hop, you had to be authentic, it wasn't the thing, you could come, it wasn't nobody was saying, oh this white boy can't come, and we always had white people in hip hop, but you had to be authentic you couldn't be them suburban white fucking kids, with their hats to the side doing vanilla ice and all that, you couldn't be, bum 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 y'all corny, black, suburban kids, who went to the suburban schools, who all your friends was white, you was watching Friends, and all the white shows, and then all of a sudden, when Different World, and all these other shows came out, and then all of a sudden, oh, maybe it's kind of cool to be black, now here y'all wanna come, and now y'all wanna set up all these parameters about who can be, and, and who can't be, and what, you're corny, 
you not a, you don't you don't know what the fuck you're talking about okay Jack Harlow not knowing that Randy and th- th- his cultural references white those white kids of y'all's generation their fucking rap their exposure to to rap most of them was Eminem okay prior to that, and I know you motherfuckers who started rap with Biggie and Tupac, y'all have the worst opinions, y'all have the fucking worst, just everything, because fucking rap music had two golden eras prior to Biggie and Tupac, which happened to be another golden era, that era, but there was two golden eras prior to that. Hip-hop was like 20 years old prior to that, and y'all don't know shit about it, and y'all keep talking like you do, y'all don't know shit about third base, y'all don't know shit about BC, but somebody got on TL and said black people wasn't listening to BC boys, like, I don't know the fuck you talking about, because we absolutely were, and if you put on Fight for Your Right to Party right now, or Paul Revere right now, or No Sleep Till Brooklyn right now, at a fucking hip-hop party, motherfuckers of a certain age will go the fuck off. If you put on Jump Around right now at a motherfucking hip-hop party, motherfuckers of a certain age will go the fuck off. If you put on Gas Face right now at a mother or MC Search right now at a motherfucking hip-hop party, motherfuckers of a certain age will go off. You don't know what the fuck y'all are talking about, okay? You don't got to be black, you ain't had to be from the projects, you just had to be authentic. You had to be authentic to hip-hop, meaning you had to be there, you had to be in the culture, you had to be wanting to get to the shows, you had to be at the parks. This is what we try to tell y'all about Madonna when y'all talking about she was uh, culture. No, she was not. Madonna used to be up in Harlem in the tunnel and all these other clubs where the hip-hop motherfuckers was when y'all motherfuckers was fucking little fucking kids kids and couldn't even come off the porch Blondie used to be up in the Bronx at the at the park, like the motherfuckers was in hip hop, like yo, what is it Mariah in her book, she talks about it that shit was new, it was innovative it was ours, and anybody that was cool and hip and on the edge was in the hip hop, the rest of y'all was on, still on that corny pop shit and maybe still lingering on some um, disc, I don't know what, but only I'm firmly in Gen X, firmly, I'm telling y'all, only the flyest, coolest motherfuckers was in hip-hop, and you could be white, you could be black, you could be Puerto Rican, it did not matter, we was going to the salt and pepper shows, we was going to the fucking, um, Run DMC shows, we was going to the, uh, special ed shows, we was going to the Big Daddy Kane show, we was all young, we was 13, 14, 15, it was our shit, our parents ain't like it, it's a, it's a fad, that ain't music, all that fucking shit, that we went through to build this fucking culture, and it wasn't all this shit that y'all are trying to make it now, Jack Harlow don't need to know, that is not a reference that he might know, because what y'all don't understand is in 2000, there was a shift, and MTV that used to show Yo MTV Raps, and Michael Jackson, all this urban shit, you could turn on MTV any time of the day, and see all different range of music, the radio as well, the radio wasn't segmented back in the day, you turn the radio on back in, back when I was like 10 or 9, you turn the radio on, it was top 40, one song would be Michael Jackson, one song would be Prince, one song would be Madonna, next song would be Bruce Springsteen, Billy Joel, that's why we have such a varied musical taste, because when we were coming up, there wasn't this R&B is this music, hip-hop is this music, you play this music on that channel, you only play, we didn't have that, it was all top 40 radio, so if you turn on any radio station, you could hit whatever the top 40 was, so you could hear Mariah Carey, then you gonna hear Tina Turner, then you gonna hear Billy Joel, then you gonna hear, um, 
Eurythmics, then you hear Madonna, then you hear Whitney, like, it, that's how it was back then, it wasn't segmented like it is now, you just had to be cool, white kids, 2000 and up, y'all cultural references are different, when y'all turn on MTV, y'all had TRL, TRL was for the white kids, even though they have, like, some black people on there, but BET was for the black kids, we, and so, the white Jack Harlow's and the M&M's and them dudes, they wasn't watching BET, yes, Brandy was a big star, she was crossover, but that's R&B, these little white kids that was, that are rappers now, they grew up on Eminem, they grew up on Jay-Z, they grew up on DMX, those guys, they're not gonna know some, they're not gonna, they, now, if you ain't know who Lil' Kim was, as a rapper, I can see, but y'all trying to hold this feet to the fire, that's why we shouldn't let people in our culture, if they don't know, like, like, this motherfucker ain't know why the cage bird sings, like, please, y'all are so corny, y'all be focusing on the wrong fucking shit, y'all be trying to gatekeep, and don't even know what the fuck you gatekeeping, you be worried about the wrong fucking shit, like, dude, there's always been white rappers, there's always been commercial rappers, there's always been under, uh, when we were coming up, the corny niggas, the vanilla ices, that was corny, that ice, ice, that was cool. that was suburban white kid shit, we loved third base, when M came out, I personally always thought Eminem was overrated, I thought, I thought they gave him too much, Eminem's a dope MC, I'm not saying that, he's a dope MC, he's got one of the best flows, that motherfucker ride the pocket like no other, I'm not saying that, I just think his content is ridiculous, I think, and, and I just thought he was giving too much, because I thought he came in the game, and they tried to make him like that, and I'm like, this nigga not better than Big Daddy Kane, this nigga not better than Rakim, this nigga not better than Run DMC, this nigga not better than Nas, this nigga not better than a whole lot of fucking people that came to, uh, to the, that got rapped to the point cause y'all was calling it garbage and y'all was calling it not music and got rapped to the point where y'all paying attention now you got a white rapper, now you wanna make him better than everybody else, nah, I th- always thought <laughs> always thought him got too much but that's who these little white rappers probably look to, maybe they look to the Paul Wall, maybe they look to the uh, Paul Wall, that's another one it's, there's always been, and it's not de- it's not dependent on you had to be from a certain neighborhood, it was a plenty it was plenty of suburban white kids but they broke their necks to get on the train, again, Gen X, feral children, get on the train, get on the bus whatever they had to do to get down to where we were, to be at the park, to be at the shows, oh yo, yo, I wanna go see Run DMC, and they and they were cool, they were authentic, they wouldn't listen to other shit they was too, y'all suburban black kids, y'all wasn't on that shit, y'all was too busy trying to be with Becky and Judy and Katie and all of them and y'all didn't want to be cool, and y'all didn't want to be black, and all of that shit, and now y'all the ones that's growing up and trying to fucking gatekeep everybody else, and that's like, nah, that shit is whack, now, if you don't like Jack Harlow, cool, I'm not saying you gotta like the kid, I per- I happen to like him, but I ain't saying you gotta like him, but I'm saying y'all trying to, d- this whole thing y'all do, where if he don't know this, oh, well, if he doesn't know this little inane fact, and that means he's not in our community, and this is, what the, shut the fuck up, what the fuck are y'all talking about? the shit is whack as it is cause of y'all like what do you mean, y'all motherfuckers and I'm nothing against Britney Spears, nothing against Britney Spears, nothing at all, but y'all motherfuckers, that's y'all go for Britney I love Britney, don't get me wrong, but same thing with y'all's favorite, these fucking pronunci- y'all don't, uh, Janet Jackson bust all these girls faces, I'm so sorry, I, I don't mean to tell you but did, nobody was doing what Janet was doing when Janet was doing it, okay, period and all these other shits are, are her sons so we let y'all have it, but I'm not, I'm not I'm not hating, we let y'all have it, Britney, but when we were coming up, y'all were the ones that were corny, to us, 
look at these motherfuckers going up on Britney, she cool, but look at Janet Jackson is over here, like what are y'all do? what y'all talking about, we, when we was little we wasn't like that with the white shit, we wasn't we, we, we were not so, and that's all I'm saying, y'all, y'all be trying to gatekeep and don't don't really, nigga, your knowledge of hip hop started in 95 you can't, you're not really gate. you can't, you can't keep these gates you cannot keep these gates, I'm so sorry you don't, you don't you miss too much, you're not aware of too much, okay you wasn't, y'all was little fucking kids when, when DMX and Nalox and Diddy and, 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 and fucking Nas and, and fucking um, NWA and, and um Snoop and and who's all this shit, the fucking Black Sheep and and, and, and Busta Rhymes and, and Tribe and all all the fucking niggas that made this shit what it is, y'all were not around. Y'all were little fucking kids. If you were born, you were little fucking kids. I don't know how old you was in 91, 92, but I was in college. I was in high school and I was in college. So, you can't, you're not finna tell me who can be in hip hop and who's not. Cause this shit is my culture. We built this shit. We made this shit. We got the shit to, to where y'all could appreciate Biggie and Tupac, Biggie and Tupac my age, if they would lie, if they would live I actually, I think Biggie's a little bit older than me, but I think Tupac is my is, was my, me and Tupac and Nas, I believe me and Nas for sure me and, I think Tupac too, we all the same age that's my generation nigga <laughs> so y'all need to I'm, listen, y'all was doing too much, y'all, y'all was putting too much on that, y'all was putting too much on that, somebody not knowing that you gotta know, it's so many levels of of, of, of niggatry you got you got to know Lil Kim song. You got to know that line. Then y'all trying to act like Ray, like dude, Ray J was not important. The whole point of oh that's Randy's brother is because nobody knew who the fuck Ray J was. Y'all acting like not knowing Ray J is some line of hip hop. It's not that motherfucker ain't come up again on some white shit. So he released the tape with Kim Kardashian. That's what made Ray J. And even then nobody ain't give a fuck. That's the whole point of the line. Ain't you Brandy's brother? Like how you trying to be up in my video, nigga? Nobody know you. Y'all acting like Ray J is like this big uh, carpenter of hip hop. He's not. Like cut it out. Nobody knew him. So, you gonna tell me, this, I'm not surprised that this white boy did not know that they were siblings, because nobody gave, he probably know Ray J more from the Kim tape, cause that's what y'all really know Ray J from, the Kim tape, cause before that, he was Brandy's brother, we ain't know he was, he was on the show, I think he was on one of them CW shows, also, as Brandy's brother, I knew who he was, I'm surprised the nigga's still around, honestly, he, you know, he flipped that little bit of fame, good for him, but, it, it just, it was ridiculous, y'all do too much, it just, it gets on my nerves, because it's so whack, and it's like, y'all make these pronouncements, and y'all put up the, and it's like, you, you don't, you don't, <sighs> y'all, y'all don't have, y'all don't, y'all don't, y'all can't gatekeep, you can't gatekeep hip-hop like that, you can't, because y'all not really hip-hop, I'm, I'm just saying, y'all not really hip-hop, y'all might be rap, Y'all might be TR, y'all might, I don't know what y'all are, but y'all not really hip-hop, because the, the shit that y'all, the pronouncements y'all make, and the people that y'all stand, and the fucking shit that y'all be trying to make, like, it's so great, it's, it's not, it's not, it's okay, but it ain't this, or no, actually, that was that, like, again, nobody listened to the Beastie Boys, like, if you were not listening to the Beastie Boys, when the Beastie Boys are out, you either wasn't born, or you were in a place that had never heard of hip-hop before, it had not reached you yet, 
You didn't know what it was. Crush Groove was in the theaters, but you didn't know about it. Okay? Because the Beastie Boys, motherfuckers listen to the Beastie Boys. Uh, that was a, they are a crucial part of hip-hop. They were on Def Jam, them, LL Cool J, Run DMC, the Fat Boys, that is a, uh, Cool Mo D, that is a crucial kingpin, linchpin part of hip-hop. You do not know hip-hop or what you are talking about if you saying that nobody black was listening to Beastie Boys, that's some white shit. That lets me know that you wasn't aware of nothing until like around 2000. Cause, nah. Anyway, I had to get that off my chest, and it ain't even about Jack Harlow, Jack Harlow was just the conduit for me to say what I had to say, I'm just tired of it, it's very, y'all, it's very corny, it's so corny, I, like, y'all trying to keep gates on shit that you can't keep gates on, nigga, you can't keep gates, nigga, you, you ain't, you, you came, you, you was out in the 2000s, my dude, like, that's the worst fucking cultural decade ever, like, come on, man, I'm Gen X, we, you can't get, how you gonna, t- you can't gatekeep on us, nigga, we, we, y'all, all y'all are fucking whack ass sons, like, we wish we ain't had y'all, honestly, like, you can't gatekeep on us, we did this shit, we did, we did this shit, all these little shit y'all trying to rewear now, y'all, we wearing our outfits, oh, Kanye started that, get the fuck out of here, Kanye ain't starting no fucking polos, you talking about, nigga, I was in 6th, 7th grade, we was all wearing our polos, and I'm talking about polo, Ralph, not the TJ Maxx bullshit, y'all with Ralph, nigga, we had Ralph, with the pop collars, cause we was fly, with the fucking Nike Cortezes, or the Adidas Top Tens, get the, and the guest jeans, nigga, that's us, fuck out of here, anyway, that's it, sorry, I couldn't end positive, but I had to get that shit off my chest, um, this is a very long episode, did not expect it to be this long, y'all, fucking welcome, um, um, yeah, so, you know, like me, rate me, Thanks for listening. Thanks for asking. Tell your friends. I see y'all on Twitter. I see y'all at me. I'm really flattered that y'all look forward to my episodes. I really am. Um, you know, we do our little thing. We small. We we niche. We do our little thing here, but that's okay. It's a lot of little small niche podcasts, and there's some of my favorite ones. And I'm glad that it's more of us out here now giving our point of view because I was tired of hearing this whole fucking new, newfangled fucking new age shit all the time god bless, no offense, but it's just ain't, it ain't, it don't click all the way over don't turn all the way over for me um, and it's just not y'all sensibilities are just not mine but anyway, uh, that's enough um, thank y'all for listening I got shit to do, I talk way longer than I wanted to talk, y'all enjoy the rest of y'all weekend, alright, peace <laughs>